Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Adam Benzman, and welcome to the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel, your number one resource for free roofing sales training on YouTube and your go-to listen for when you're out driving in your truck, needing some inspiration on how to market yourself, generate leads, overcome objections, and get more sales. If you'd like to join the Roof Strategist Insiders and get a free copy of my ebook, Three Tricks to Get to the Kitchen Table, and get emails every Tuesday with new episode notifications, insider tips, tricks, and the occasional lives that I do, head on over to www.roofstrategist.com and sign up right now for free. That's all, and let's hop right into this week's episode. Welcome back, everybody. Adam here, the Roof Strategist, for another Lockdown Live. This has been a highly anticipated, highly requested video on how to start using social media to generate some leads, especially right now. Now, listen, this video was largely a, a uh, largely influenced by the comments in the chat that were happening yesterday on yesterday's live. Uh, some people talking about using Nextdoor and how to use social media. And it, it's come up and it's come up and it's come up again. So I want to leave you with some free and easy social media strategies and tactics that you can start using to get roofing leads right now. Now, most importantly, when you stick around through the end of this, I'm going to teach you a lot of do's and don'ts because a lot of people use social media the wrong way to get leads. And I'm going to share a little story with you uh, to get a little vulnerable on the difference between selling online and in writing when you're having to type messages versus in person. So here goes. Now, uh, when I first left the day-to-day -day side of the roofing industry, I started a little uh, company with a partner of mine. And that company um, was doing some email stuff and marketing things. And, and here I am. I had done really well, really, really well in sales. I was running a sales team of 30. And I turned my attention to selling online. And I'd send emails and blogs and posts. I went six months with zero sales. And I'm sitting here and say, what I have to offer is really powerful stuff. But no one was taking it. And that's when I realized something incredibly powerful that changed my life forever. And what that lesson was, is that selling in writing on social media, typing a story to someone or a message or a pitch is incredibly different than doing it in person, like here and now. And once I realized, that that's what was wrong is that my skill set sitting at the kitchen table with someone and they would, you know, I could see, I could read their face and I'd be like, oh, so they're objecting to what it is I'm saying. I could reel them back in. If I lost their attention, I could clap and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't actually clap, but you can draw someone back in. I can read body language, right? Um, I could say, hey, you know, let's walk outside. I want to show you the sample board. I can really engage people in the sale, which you lose entirely online, specifically in social media. And when I look back now at what I was doing then, it was, and again, six months, zero sales. I'll share what happened with you later. I realized that all of these elements we're really naturally good at and sales doesn't translate. And it is our job to get in the mind of our ideal homeowner, customer, and deliver to them the information that they can consume, doing it in the right order that's gentle and easy and on their terms. So when I had that realization, I went back to the drawing board with my, with my new program, and I had sent three emails out to a small list of people, and I generated $100,000 in sales for myself that week. 
And then I was like, I'm onto something. And that was, was the real bug that got me on this path um, into learning how to blend the in-person side with the digital side. And, and it's been beautiful. So I, what I'm going to teach you in this video is a lot of the do's and don'ts that I've learned uh, for myself and that I've seen work. All right. So, hey, Jer, Mike, good to see you guys again. All right. So some critical do's and don'ts of how to use social media. Okay. What I'm and the reason I'm teaching you these do's and don'ts first is because they will apply to every single channel that you use, whether it's Facebook or Nextdoor or LinkedIn or whatever. Okay, so let's do just two categories. Let me get right in the center. Here we go. So here's center. So we have do and then do not. Okay, so this will do a big don't do these things. All right, <clears throat> what you do want to do is start easy. You don't want to get in too aggressive. Okay. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean, start easy versus too aggressive. When we're at the door, what do I teach in acing your pitch at the door? I teach starting a conversation, right? You don't knock on the door and say, hey, my name's Adam. I'm the Roof Shredders and I've been in business for 10 years and we're local. We're around the corner and I help companies with storm damage no matter where you are and I'm here to offer you a free inspection, right? We, blah, we don't word vomit. We start with a simple thing. Hey, my name's Adam, the roof strategist. I was just talking with Peggy up the street. And as I was passing by, I wanted to stop in and ask how the insurance claims process has been for you, right? It's a sample to start the conversation. So do start a convo. Do not pitch, okay? We are saving all the pitching that we will do in person or over the phone when we get to connect with them. By the way, this is relevant now, especially during the COVID stuff, social distancing, and it will continue to be relevant no matter what happens, whether this continues or doesn't, you can use these. Eagle Restoration, what up with you? Robin, hey from Sweden, love it, man. I had a roofer email today from Canada, a growing, uh, um, a growing market. And Jer says, I landed an inspection today in my first door using this tactic. Awesome. I freaking love hearing this. Using the conversation starter, right? The open-ended question, which again, it is something that uh, translates well in writing. So awesome to hear that. And yes, it does work and it will work here. So one thing that people um, will tell you, by the way, and you guys have seen this in email, they're like, or in an appointment, what day works for you for my inspection, Tuesday or Wednesday? Okay, morning or night, three or five, whatever it is, right? So we're giving these channeled answers. You do want to use that, but you need to understand that to start the conversation, you're going to start the conversation, I'm going to do a little bracket, with an open-ended question, right? Because you want them to craft a thoughtful reply. The only time we work into a close-ended question, like, are you interested, is after we have that conversation. Would you like, you know, do you have any objection if I come out for a complimentary inspection, right? Then we go to the, the close-ended yes or no, okay? But what happens if we're too aggressive up front, people won't even reply. So we just want to start that conversation. For example, hey, I saw your post in the locals, uh, the local group here in Austin in the so-and-so community that you might have had an issue with your roof. Um, let me ask you something real quick. If, you know, um, where are you at in the insurance process or simply, you know, what did the insurance say if they've been out yet? Because if they haven't, then they're just going to respond saying, hey, they haven't been out yet. And you're like, great. I know what area, what stage of the claim to go in. 
So great. And Eagle Restorations is like that. How's the insurance process so far? Super open-ended. And by the way, the reason, just for anyone who's new to the channel, the reason I, I answered this question, I wanted to stop by and ask, how has the insurance process been so far? Because what the homeowner will relay, whether it's in writing or in person, will tell you how to present to them and what you need. Because if they have a check in hand ready to select a roofer, they do not need an inspection. But for some reason, all the main teaching in this industry just teaches, I'm here to do an inspection. I'm here to do an inspection. No one, not everyone needs an inspection. So now you know, oh, they have a check in hand, right? Or, hey, how's the insurance process been so far? We got denied. Our neighbor's roof was replaced. Ours, ours um, ha it has damage, we think, but the insurance will pay for it. Like, great. Now I know what pitch to use. So that's why we use it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Awesome. All right. So do start, start easy, start a conversation. Don't, do not be aggressive and don't pitch. All right. Another thing, do personal outreach. Okay. Do not mass spam. Now, what do I mean by this? Is anyone here part of any of the Facebook groups for roofers? Raise a hand. If you are, you have likely seen that there is an influx of people like digital marketers and lead gen companies, cold calling companies, SEO companies, all of these companies that will show up in those groups and they spam those groups with very clearly spam sales messages. And they get very little engagement because people are like, great, you're just trying to sell with me. So the reason I say do not spam and start a conversation is because you we work one-on-one -on -one with people. You can start that conversation very easily. All right. These are the main do's and don'ts. I'm going to do a quick recap and then we're going to talk some tactics. So start easy. Okay. Don't be too aggressive. Don't try to get your whole pitch out up front. Instead, start a conversation and ask. This is an open, open-ended. I'm just going to write open cues because I don't have space. So open-ended question. And then do personal outreach instead of mass spam. Do not for any reason do what most people do. And that is to show it, show up in a group and be like, hey, I'm now in the Austin Wealthy People's Homeowners Association group. So if anyone needs a roofer, call me. I'll offer a free inspection with like a, a your, your uh, um, what's the word, aerial uh, drone shot of some like monster 15,000 square foot home. You don't want to do that. You want to start a conversation. All right. So now let's get into some tactics that you can start using. First is the personal outreach, okay? It is okay to friend people on Facebook and send a message. So let's just talk Facebook. I'm just going to write FB, all right, for Facebook. So join local groups, okay? Now, I am a part of a few local groups in my town and the town's over, and I monitor those to see what's up. Everybody does. We want to keep a pulse on our neighborhood. So join local groups and then engage in conversations, okay? You'll need to monitor these. This isn't like a, a cast a wide net. This isn't like the direct mail strategy, right? You're gonna need to monitor what happens as things come up, so-and-so looking for a roofing recommendation, that type of thing, okay? So you're gonna engage in conversation by starting easy. You don't wanna go in and say, hey, we're this and this, and don't pitch, don't give your whole thing, start the conversation. You can comment publicly, but make it, so as you comment, it is out of a caring place to support that individual and not a giant spam message that screams to your audience and everybody who might read it, Atta, or this guy, you know, I'm a roofer, buy, hire me, hire me, hire me. You don't want that response. You want everyone to, to look at it and um, 
view it as an authentic conversation, okay? Authentic and real and helpful. Authentic and helpful. And we've all seen it. I'll give you an example. Um, have you been on Yelp or TripAdvisor and you've seen a restaurant review that's horrible and then it sits idle and you're like, man, that company was too ashamed to respond. Whereas other times people will make a response, like share this horror story once a review and then the company responds and they respond out of integrity. You're like, man, they handled that really well. That must've just been a crazy person. That's how we want to think of how we post. Like if everybody sees this, is this a good representation? And do you think they'll, they'll want to call me? Or is this like a desperate hope? Like you're throwing a you're throwing a, a baited line out in the middle of the ocean without knowing what might be in there. You're like, I hope something bites. We don't want to do that. All right. So authentic and helpful. Now, the other thing is to friend people if they're local. And then you can message them. Now, I'm going to get some people saying, Adam, it's spammy. Don't do that. There's a right way and a wrong way to do this, okay? Don't go friending everyone and then sending a message. Do you need a roofer? You don't do that. Send a relevant message. Hey, um, I'll give you an example right now. So let's say I'm in a local group and I see someone post about a roofing issue or something. And then I look and I see we have some mutual connection somehow or their neighborhood and, and just say again. So I friend them and then I'll send a message that says something like, hey, Peggy, I saw your post in the in the Austin locals group and, and uh, wanted to reach out real quick. Um, I saw your post on X and wanted to see if you wanted any help with whatever it was, right? Finding the roofer. Um, by the way, I noticed that we share, you know, you live here, I live here. Mention something familiar like you'd break the ice. You know, I always share the story when I lived in the Madison, Wisconsin area, uh, sharing like I'd see people's boats and I boated a lot at that time. And I'd, I'd ask where um, where they went boating for the weekend. So it's just an icebreaker to, to have that bond, right? So again, something familiar. Think of how you would knock the door. Hey, my name's Adam. I, I, I've worked with maybe one of your neighbors in the same subdivision, Peggy, and just wanted to pop in and see uh, if you need any help and start that conversation. So you can direct message. I'm gonna pause for a second, turn to the, turn to the comments because I, I see something here that could benefit everyone. So um, first we've got <coughs> Lazaro. It says, when I'm in a community, I join the Facebook page and I post a video walk around of the roofs in the neighborhood I inspect showing damage. It's been game changing. So that's awesome. That's an edgy approach, Lazaro. It's an edgy approach. And I love that, again, this goes back. This has been the theme of video after video, the power of community. I had, by the way, another insurance adjuster turned contractor reach out, share things as Adam, share, with, share these with the channel. And I will, just not today because it doesn't fit today's topic. But Lazaro reaching out. This, Lazaro, I'm going to be frank. It's not a strategy I would teach because it's not always going to work. Now, nothing's always going to work. But the fact is, you're you're telling people to go in there and you've posted video inspections. Now, my guess is you've done it very tactfully. You've probably done it very personally. Like, hey, this is how I've helped people. And then you've posted a video as opposed to doing this long post, like with the bold caps, need a new roof? Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Been in business five years, BBB accredited, lifetime warranty, call now. Like, if you do that, that's not going to work. But my guess, and Lazaro, correct me if I'm wrong, drop a comment, if that has been the approach you've taken, is a more conversational, helpful, right? So again, be be friendly and helpful, okay? So um, this is this right here is a way to engage in local groups, to monitor conversations, um, friend people, be friendly and helpful. Sorry, I wrote friend as in like to friend them, but then I elaborated, so that would be separate. So friend them and message them and be friendly and helpful. And again, go to start a convo and, and lead with value, okay? Now, I'm gonna, just for grins, I'm gonna throw myself under the bus for a minute. If I did not have this channel and I did not provide valuable information to people to help them, my business wouldn't be where it is. People purchase the marketing battle pack for one reason. 
I have helped them a ton. They get a taste for my approach. They say, hey, I like that selling style and it resonates with me. I've developed a ton of value. Like Trifecta says, for anyone new, take note. Everything I've watched and learned from Adam has been used at some point in customer interaction. It's always helped me align for, for more closer sales. So closing more sales. Yes. So thank you, by the way, for sharing that. This is great timing. Now, the reason this isn't about me, this isn't about the battle pack, this isn't about anything other than the concept of leading with value and helping people. Okay. Here's, here's one of my favorite quotes from a guy named Sabri Subi. He wrote a book whose title is slipping me. It's on my bookshelf, but it's facing the wrong direction. He says, sell like a doctor. Okay. And I'm going to write this down. And this is a quote from Sabri Subi. Okay. Now, what does that mean? Sell like a doctor. What he means is you don't go into someone's house, what everyone teaches you to do, which is show in and pitch and, and uh, go for the instruction. No, you're selling out of the gate. What you need to do is sell like a doctor. So what does a doctor do? They're going to prescribe a situation. So again, let's use this direct analogy, which is exactly how you're going to do this in writing. How has the insurance process been for you? You know, where are you at in the claims process? Anything open-ended that gets them to tell you. So now it's just like I'd say to the doctor, what's wrong? Why are you here? Where does it hurt? Okay, then, then you say, this is what's going on. So just like the doctor, he'll say, okay, so I've gathered information. Now I'm going to diagnose the issue. So for us, that diagnose the issue is where are they at in the claims process? Has the claim been filed, partially paid, denied, or is a check in hand? Those are the four stages. I do a whole video on it. You can check it out, four stages of the claims process. Then now that it's prescribed, I can lead value. Great. Now that I know you are here in the process, I can speak directly to that to help you through a conversational and educational process and then get the appointment. See how that works? So again, you want to sell like a doctor when it comes in writing. Ask a question. Okay. So you're going to ask to find out what's going on. Then you're going to prescribe, which is you figure out where they are in the process. Okay. Then you're going to start the treatment, which is to give value. Okay. Again, this is just the analogy. And then here is when we ask for the next step, which might be, might be the appointment, might be the inspection, might be the sale. It doesn't matter, but selling like a doctor, ask, prescribe, treat, and then, and then uh, join them on the treatment journey. All right. So side tangent. And I see that Lazaro commented again, and he said, Yes, it's very conversational and more laid back, just showing honest damage and making sure to tell them, guys, take advantage of my screen inspection. Uh, and that's the hook that works for me. So that's great. And I think what's helping with that is the accompanying video. The main concept is people will see, they'll, they'll get to see how Lazaro approaches it. They'll see the walk around. They can touch, they can almost touch and feel in a way with their eyes, right? They're like, oh, that's what it looks like. They get a taste of what that experience is gonna be. So that's great. So I'm gonna put that up there, Lazaro, if that's cool with you because that is not something I was planning on on sharing, but if it's working for you, and that's the beauty of this community, then it's gonna work for other people. So um, so post an actual inspection video. And it's important, by the way, if you do this to not spam the group, post this, engage, participate in the community. The last thing people wanna see, thank you, Lazaro, by the way, the last thing people wanna see is you join the group and then only spam it with like, here's what I do, here's what I do, as opposed to helping other people out, even if it's restaurant recommendations or whatever it is. All right, cool. So um, strategy one, local Facebook groups, use them, okay? Now, strategy number two, we're going to stay on Facebook. Okay. We have your personal page. Now, 
I did a video with Bill Combs in No Time for Social. We did a lot of do's and don'ts. Um, if you are going to be using Facebook for business, it's very important that your profile be um, something you'd be comfortable with prospects or customers seeing it. So if there's like a video of you doing a keg stand or a beer bong off a three-story roof, it's not a good look. <laughs> All right. You don't want to do that. So clean it up, uh, whatever that means for you. I've made my profile in a way that like I could show it to like my niece and she's not going to see anything that she shouldn't see. So make sure that your profile is professional. Okay. Now, next thing, using your Facebook for business, it would not be the worst idea to make your about section reflect who you are and what you have to offer because people will often look back. Okay. All right. Excuse me. Next is posting on your page. Okay, on your own page. And I saw a comment come in from Trifecta. I'm going to turn my attention to that in a minute. Uh, posting on your page. So what do I mean by this? Pictures are worth a thousand words. When you're out with a customer, don't be afraid to take a selfie. Take a picture with you and the customer. People often push for pictures of the home before and afters. They're good. But what's great is human faces. People want to know who they're going to work with. So put a picture of you on a roof or pointing or video inspections. Take the, the tactic that Lazaro shared with us so generously today and put those videos on your own page. That way, if people do look back, they're going to see exactly what, what you can do and you have to offer. All right. Next on your personal page is direct outreach. Okay. Um, what you can do is, which is going to be messages. Now, Messenger... Messages on FB Messenger. Um, so the reason I say with Messenger, open rates on an email are going to hover depending 40 to 60% uh, on a good day. Okay, they can go way lower. Um, text messages can get ignored. Facebook Messenger goes, Whooping! you know the sound? Oh man, it just makes my skin crawl. Whooping! Right? Um, and, and that little face icon shows up. So you're going to get their attention. So don't be uh, shy to use direct outreach with your friends. If you know people in the neighborhood, this isn't turning into like one of those MLM things where you reach out to your friends and ask their friends. I'm talking about a, a, a tactical outreach. People you know, maybe customers you've used. I would start in the past with customers because you might be able to start asking for referrals. And I think one of those comments is in line with that. So start with past customers for referrals and then anyone that's in that community to ask for introductions and help in the right way. So Trifecta says, this is after I've inked them and told them about the $25 referral program. Yes, they're the strategy. I'm I love it. I've gotten a good response in the past two weeks asking homeowners, I'm going to check in with your neighbors. And which one do you want to tag along and introduce me to? I love that. Um, yes, 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 yes. Jason does make a comment, just made a comment as well. I'm talking personal pages at this point for very personal outreach. Yes, your business Facebook page needs to be current, updated regularly. Uh, you don't want someone to look at it and see the last post was in November of 2017. So do it, do it personal. But again, start with those customers and ask for referrals. All right. Now, the other place to do this. So again, recap. Your personal page can be turned into a little business page. Make it value-driven. You can um, do direct outreach and update your profile settings so they see who, where you work, okay? Your business page, keep it updated regularly. Local Facebook groups, friend people, send messages, start conversations, follow those do's and don'ts that I just outlined, okay? Um, what else did I just miss on our recap? That messages, yeah. Don't pitch too soon. Remember, sell like a doctor. Last thing, LinkedIn can be powerful for networking. I'm just going to write LI. 
Remember with LinkedIn, what I would do, I'm going to keep this section really short. With LinkedIn, you're going to want your profile updated. Your summary, which is like on LinkedIn, it's going to say there's a the headline like to describe your job description. Make it value driven. Okay, I'll give you an example. I help homeowners put their home and life back together after a severe storm. Okay, that'd be great. Or I help residential and commercial properties get put back together after a storm, after a storm damage, something like that. So that way, instead of someone looking looking back and just seeing like, oh, you know, which by the way, people you connect, they look back at you. You don't want them to look back and be like, it just says roofing sales. Okay. You don't want them to see that. It says, what's in it for me? How can I help? So on LinkedIn, you want to update your profile. Okay. You want to update your headline and then you want to start connecting with people. Don't spend a tremendous amount of time on this. I've done, I I have over-invested when I was in roofing sales on this. The people to connect with would be insurance agents and realtors, and then you're referring people like uh, maybe home builders and other contractors and things like that that might be able to send you business. But I would, uh, the reason I'm gonna keep this short, I did an entire video on realtors, right? That have homes for sale at the moment. And I would rewatch that section and connect with realtors using the presentation that I teach in that video. So LinkedIn's another good one, okay? But again, this is more commercial. You can also connect with property managers. I've been getting a lot of requests. You have letters for property managers, keep an eye cool stuff coming this year. All right. So property managers, things like that. Okay. Another way to do this, by the way, is to use LinkedIn. If you have a specific property you're trying to out to get in front of an owner, you can find them on LinkedIn. So if nothing else, this isn't a a magic bullet tactic. This is a best practices and can definitely help you. And same thing after you connect, then you can send a message. Okay. Same thing. Set the hook, open the conversation after connect then you send a message to these folks. Cool? Cool. All right. Last thing that I'm going to hit for today is Nextdoor, okay, which is another app. If anyone does not know Nextdoor, I encourage you to get on it. It's free and it is a community-driven app, okay? Nextdoor is a really powerful place. It's been a popular place for savvy contractors to hang out as of late. It's very important that you follow the same principles that I just shared about small local community Facebook groups. You don't spam, you monitor, you lead with value, and you help out. All right. So the re- the only reason I'm writing this up is just so you know this is a separate channel, but, but look back at the first part of this video for the Facebook side, because you're going to want to approach this the same way. Start direct conversation. And Lazaro says, no TikTok. You're going to laugh at me. I asked my wife two days ago, what's TikTok? I'm hearing about this. I have not been on TikTok. I've heard that it's basically the same thing as, what was it, Vine in the past? But I don't know. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm just a dummy. I don't know. But no, you can try TikTok. I've never used TikTok, but we'll see. So anyway, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Nextdoor are probably going to be your best channels. Um, Instagram, I don't imagine is it's not enough of a conversational platform to, to find people. You'll notice a big missing piece. Like, well, what about ad spend? Yes, you can put money in ads. This, everything you learn in this channel is f- fast virtually free or low cost in very easy ways to start self-generating leads. This is any salesperson can do this. An owner can put this video in front of a sales team, say, watch this, get set up, start layering this in. This this information is super powerful for um, uh, rain days, times you can't go out door knocking, like 
currently right now um, in times like that. And again, remember the more your own profile has real uh, faces and pictures of your of customers with you. I had a, a, a guy email me a bunch of uh, videos and, and um, pictures with him and his customers, selfies at the kitchen table. It was great. People eat that stuff up and they see that you're a real person in the community. So that's, that's a fantastic way to do it. Um, that's all I have for today's video. Thank you all for joining me. Last thing to close. If you're not on the insiders list, if you are an existing customer, I got a few emails. If you're an existing customer, you purchased the battle pack or my hiring ads, you're already on it. Don't worry. Um, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. You'll get notifications of when I go live. And again, on the insiders, you'll find out when I'm going live. You'll get some other goodies, free copy of my ebook and all that jazz. Um, if you are interested in any of my material, there's links in the description. You can check them out. And these lockdown lives will be coming to an end at some point in the near future. I don't know the exact date. I'm going to just try to kind of keep this going until the, all of the states kind of open up. Um, moving beyond that, I am looking at uh, doing, creating a small tight-knit community to keep the essence of these lockdown lives together. Um, for those that have already emailed me, I've sent a little custom video uh, reply back to you with details. So if you're interested in that, email me, adam at roofstrategist.com. So I'll just put that in the chat for anyone, adam. And then at, and then just roof, sorry about the bouncing, strategist. Yeah, there you go. So you can email me. Um, essentially what we'll be doing is, is kind of like these lockdown lives and building a community that's larger than me. It's about you guys, everybody else sharing like Lazaro did and people have been sharing tips. The, the, the gentleman who's an adjuster, people like Jason who are like, this is what's working, share it with the channel. We want to create that in a really tight knit environment and have a way to support each other on the fly for objections, problem areas, good referral network back and forth. Who are you using? What CRM are you using? All of those things are going to be housed in a really in-depth thing to go deep with me in a group setting. Um, so if you're interested, email me, I'll share you share details. It will be an ongoing kind of uh, membership club type of deal. So um, that is all. I will see you all tomorrow on your lockdown live. And please, that same email address I just dropped, email me your suggestions and what you want to see these videos made for and on for the next lockdown live. Virtually all of these have been member requests. Hey, I'm struggling. How do I use a social? Uh, I'm getting rejected at the door. People are asking for my business card. I want to start getting leads. Who should I get referrals from? That's what inspired the agent piece and in, in the uh, realtor piece. So all of these things. And Karen, thank you. By the way, Karen is the one that you should all be thinking who started the idea of this group. Well, indirectly started it. I've been thinking about it and she pushed me to kind of spill the beans, let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, a little too soon. Uh, so we're putting it together if there's enough interest. We're almost there. So uh, if you're interested, reach out and we'll get rolling. Thank you again. Subscribe, shoot me an email with topic suggestions, drop a comment. And if you like the video, drop me a little thumbs up. Let's me know this is a cool topic and stuff you want to see more about. And if there's anything I didn't cover or any strategies that you're using right now on social media to drive sales, drop a comment, share it with the channel, it might inspire another video, help people out. And you'll see I respond to darn near every single comment. So thanks again, everybody. And I will see you tomorrow. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for this week's episode of the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. If you are out on a roof or driving around, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. So click for all the links, the description, and if you have any questions, email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Tuesday.